And you're listening to Welcome world. I always want to say, yo, what up world? This is Sway. But <laughs> that's already taken. Copyright so yeah, copyright. <laughs> that's it okay. probably is copyrighted though. Like, hey, I met him one time. I feel like that. If can, you know, whatever. Trademark, whatever. All props to Sway for that intro. Uh, this is not MTV. This is anything but basic. Hello. Hi. Hello. I'm Johanna. Farlita. Terry. They don't like the introductory parts. They just like I hate names. saying my name like it's a problem. I don't know why. Um, well, you didn't pick it, to be fair. So I love <laughs> my name. I just can't say it. Okay. The ultimate joke. Um, hi, guys. Thanks for joining us. We're back. Did you miss us? I bet you didn't, but you're gonna. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks to Terry for being here. She looks as though she's got... You know, um, she looks amazing. I'm trying to she be does. look stunning tomorrow, so that means you look a little less stunning the day before. To be fair, if this is your, you know, <laughs> if this is the pre-show vibe. I'm digging it. <laughs> I was like, I can at least tie this headscarf over my flexi rods <laughs> in a way that will be sort of like retro chicish. It is. That was the goal with the glasses. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. It's very like modern Iris Apfel. It's almost has like a, you know, like a chic turban <laughs> yeah, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> like a nice like art deco. But anyways, this is thanks for being here is the point. We're happy to be here. Anything but basic. We're going to give you lots of sass class and badass per usual this week. We're going to start off as usual with our weekend recap. How you been? What's new? Really good. Kept it low key this weekend because I'm going out of town this upcoming weekend. Ooh, ooh. Um, so this past weekend, just caught up with girlfriends, binge watch things, and saw Black Panther for the third and fourth time. It's become <laughs> quite an obsession. I went to see it Friday night, then I went to see it again Saturday morning. <laughs> Not so, mad about that. Not clearly, I am single handedly. Helping with those box office records. Yeah, yeah you are definitely contributing. You should get a discount at this rate. I, I think I should too. But you know. So I get to say that I saw Black Panther for the second time. I'm I'm, I'm not going to be able to like keep up with Farlita. Nobody. Um, but you can put me down for two. And it was just yeah, as good, true. if not better, the second time around. You see, like, oh wait, I missed that wardrobe detail. Ruth Carter killing it. Like, I want to see her nominated next year. Like, I feel like if she's not nominated, I can see it. There is a conspiracy. As well as the cinematographer. They've been talking about her a lot because she was nominated this year for Mudbound. The fact that we Mm. just get to keep saying her is refreshing. And I actually watched the entire Oscars. I know that we talked about, like, I I really haven't watched an award show in a long time. But I did watch this one, and when you say girl power, it was everywhere. So, and Jimmy Fallon, I think he's a really good host. He totally played up on the. Dang it! Why do I always want to call him Jimmy Fallon? Because there's there's it's too many Jimmys, and I know it's not him. Jimmy Kimmel, my bad, um, was funny. I thought he did a good job, like playing on the whole like snafu last year with the. Price Waterhouse Coopers muck up on the <laughs> best picture. No, haha. 
But it was good. It was a lot of, I mean, it, they, it was a lot of girl power. So that was my weekend. Woo-woo. Time's I, up, baby. I did not watch it. Neither did I. Didn't miss it. I just, I just don't watch award shows like that. There was one year where I sat through the Oscars and I was just like, oh my God, they space it out very smartly. Cause oh, all, absolutely. Cause the all middle, you really care about, yeah, right, yeah. is like best picture, best actress, best supporting actor, best supporting actress. And best director, and they sparse it out throughout the two hours. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> in the middle, I'm like, say what now? Say who? Exactly. But I do oh. like the when they sing the songs. So like, I got to see Mary J. Blige sing because yeah. Mudbound that was nominated. She was nominated for two Oscars also. Um, and then is she acting now? She was nominated for best support, um, best supporting actress for Mudbound. Oh, wow. see, yeah. I didn't even know she was act- She's acting. Now. She was also. Directed and written by a female. More girl power. Um, All about it. And Miguel sang. Yeah. Because Coco was nominated. So And Andrew Day and Common. Like, the musical guest. I was like, mm, all right now. Okay. Wow. I really <laughs> don't keep up with movies. Because I'm like, what? Who? What? Coco? Was that a movie? Like, I clearly don't. It's like you were It was the new there. Disney. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Clearly, if it's not Black Panther, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything else. You just get hooked on the one, and then you keep going back. That, is, that yeah. is me. That is my personality. But I wanted to support, because, like, Jordan Peele was nominated. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It was so much diversity in the nominations. Like, I was just really feeling And I wanted to see if Get Out was going to win, because that movie was just so creative to me. Oh, I knew it wasn't. And the lead, he was nominated also for Best Actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. No, the old guard, they already... I knew Get Out wasn't going to win because they put out an article where the old guard, like older Oscar voters were pretty much not feeling it. So I knew it wasn't going to win. The old school. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I knew I'm like gonna... The Shape of Water was going to win. She's reaching for the pearls. Which I haven't seen. She's reaching. So. They and will die eventually. I'm watching all the pearls. <laughs> she is literally clutching all the pearls. <laughs> what about you, Banana? What did I do? Um... Was there a zoo time? I was there say, was zoo time. Well, <laughs> there was zoo time. Just, you know, hanging out with my best friends. <laughs> no, I was volunteering for huge. And then I went out to dinner with some of my friends. Um, some of my friends getting married. So they were doing oh, some yeah. wedding dress shopping. She said yes to the dress. It looks awesome on her. Very excited about that. And then we went to dinner. Went on the town for a little bit. You so know, are you okay. in the wedding? Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that's that was very exciting. It's a cool dress. Um, but yeah, that was kind of it. Sunday was really low key. Went to brunch. Where'd you go? Anywhere good? We did. We went to. Uh, it used to, I think, used to be called the Black Duck or something on Halstead and Willow. Now it's called the Willow Room. Mm. Kind of over by where like Avec is and Boca. Right? Oh, okay. Just north of North on Halstead. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's cute. They had good food. Eggs Benedict. We were actually sitting in a corner, like table though, so it was just. You know, that was, Sunday was the super warm day. Oh, so yeah. So we were yeah, all, yeah. like, sweating, sweating through our <laughs> eggs. So toasty. So that would be the only uh, downside, but it was good. Kind of well-rounded weekend. And here we are, back in it. Some of us are back in the spray. <laughs> Terry has some well-deserved time off. A little time off. Terry has a new job. Congrats to her. Thank Woo-hoo. you. Thank you. Finally, you don't have to do just this podcast anymore. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. We don't get paid for this. Um... <laughs> 
yeah, very exciting. And but you got a little time. You got a little time. Just yeah. And you guys gave me a really great send off, so thank you. Thank you, thank you. Oh good. Okay. Well we all have some good weekends. But um speaking of our weekends, I don't know if our listeners know this. I would hope that most of them can tell by now that we are not complete strangers. <laughs> <laughs> we in fact our are friends outside of this recording yeah. environment. I would say acquaintances, but you know. I'm joking. I'm joking. Carlita would be I like, love who? these women. Who are you? Right, exactly. <laughs> That's why I said I don't even know if she should be here for this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I, we're not. The, she's like, the shade I, that is thrown regularly. I don't know. We're not friends. Let's put a question mark over her. I'm just in high demand, so I mean, uh, you know. If pursed lips uh, made sounds. <laughs> And side eye made sound. I give my time where I can to those who need it. <laughs> so true. Gotta love it. Joking. So is there a charitable friend it. category? But I do feel like it's very clear who is who in our little dynamic. Oh, 100%. What does that mean? No, I just mean like, you know, we're talking about what roles we play. Well, oh. yeah, you're. <laughs> it's not like a ranking. You're not like the no, worst. No. It's clear that two of us are better than the other one. <laughs> And those are the two that are wearing real clothes today. Kidding. I thought I didn't have to get dressed today. You don't. don't, don't, Technically, you don't get dressed any day. But suffer the consequences, you know? That's like, um, I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about tearaway pants. Like, it was part of the story. And one of the hosts was like, Really, anything can be a tearaway pant if you try hard enough. <laughs> and I was like, that's if the quote try. I want to live my life by. <laughs> We're all just seconds away from being Trying naked. To like, exactly. The stitches are so strong. Yes. No, I'm not. No, I, can, I'm, I think that could come in handy. Like lounge clothes that you can tear away. And that sounds like a crazy idea. Yeah. Write mm-hmm. that one down. And as with all of our other brilliant ideas on this podcast, we got them first. So, yes, I think officially we by will, publishing this, then it becomes our idea via patent law. Yeah, so. and we're litigious as hell. So, <laughs> yes. if not just for the ability to use the word litigious. Yes, it is a good word. But, back to my original point. Yeah, Terry, just because you don't have a job doesn't mean some of us aren't trying to work. Um, just kidding. No, just that we all have, like, we all balance each other out based on our personalities. We've got, how would you, what do you think your role is, Lita? Besides, in our, don't, in our say, friendship? don't say HBIC, head bitch in charge. Uh, but, okay. No. Okay. But l- real talk. Real talk, just in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. She can't even say it with I a straight face, I can't make it through this conversation. No, real talk. I think that I am. <laughs> I'm not the funny one. No, you have jokes. That is not I like, like we're all I think pretty. everybody's no, all humorous funny. in their own way. Like you have jokes. I think in our friendship and I think for me in most friendships, I am the emergency contact friend. Yeah. And the unwilling participant friend. Is that a category? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have to explain what the like people don't what categories. Okay. Like people don't like what do yeah. you mean? Do you want to intro this? Yeah. So a little bit better than me. Okay. So we have, um, basically, basically there was this article written, we were looking up just, you know, friendships, especially female friendships and, you know, the different categories, the, it was like the seven most important categories to have or seven types of friends to have as a woman. There's like the new friend, um, 
it's unlike the friend you've known forever, someone that's you know new that comes into your life, and you may have met them through a mutual acquaintance, but you just automatically click with that person. You just have you know similar energy, um, and they're the ones who kind of open up your mind, broaden your horizons. There's a soul sister, um, kind of like a sibling, someone that you connect with just extremely deeply, and usually can sometimes be someone you've lived with. Or that lifelong friend that you grew up with and that's mm-hmm. known, that knows you, knows your quirks, knows your tics, and that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's the shared experience friend. That means if you're planning a wedding, you're going to lean on your friends who've already gotten married before. If you're going through um, you know, the military, you're going to lean on a friend who's been through the military, going through that experience with you. Right. So that friend who knows and understands exactly what, whichever big life experience you're experiencing in life that you can turn to and they'll know shorthand you know, without you having to deeply explain it, what you're talking about. Then there's a drama queen friend, the friend who always has that drama going on, always has. I think we can stop right there, though. I think you answered the question. (laughs) Me? (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, You know, the one who's always sometimes can be draining because they have so much going on all the time. And but like, I love how like when I read it, it said, the friend that reminds you that you're okay. Oh, I was like, exactly. that, that feels slightly harsh. Yeah. But so, okay. No, but sort of just sometimes you to shut you. up because you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So that friend who always has some sort of drama going on of their making, sometimes not of their making, but Usually. you know, there's emergency contact confidant friend, okay. which is where I think I tend to usually fall. That's that person that, you know, shit goes down, shit hits a fan. You need someone to talk to. You need sound advice. That's a one friend you call whenever, like, a breakup or, you know, I'm just anything sort of devastating going on in your life. Not mm-hmm. always devastating. Good stuff, too. But that's the emergency contact when things go bad. Um, the inspirational friend. The friend that inspires you and encourages you and pushes you mm-hmm. to live out your dreams or go for something you never thought you could, you know, attain that's an inspirational friend because they're the one who's always like living their best life and you kind of just look at that friend and think huh i wish you know i want to be more like them in that sense with that positive energy that positive vibe that nothing seems to phase them and then i think that's 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 a lot friend you've known forever yeah Yeah. and then the friend you've known forever you know the friend that you've grown up with or went to college with has known you through some of your um developmental years that one doesn't apply to us. No. 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 Well, so what do you think? Okay, so in general, generally speaking, you're the confidant. Do you think that applies to our little trifecta? I think that... You can't keep a secret. I'll give you that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I don't know that I've told you any, but I feel like you could. No, I, I, no, I can keep a secret. Because I, de- I genuinely am the Your counselor. life is a secret. No, that's true. Uh, exactly. I, I was secrets. about to say. That's true. The same thing. <laughs> that's true. Who Which is then, you? I mean, we have, a, we have a whole other list of then your friend style and how you make friends, but um, which we'll get into next. But I definitely am the, I think I'm a mixture of the confidant of the inspirational friend are probably the two that I think I fall into. For sure, definitely the confidant. Yeah. I would say like soul sister also, at least me i just met you so i don't really <laughs> i'm just kidding what about you hannah i don't know guys i don't know i know what kind of like friendships i like what i am 
like my friendship style, but I don't know if I'm like which friend I am. Is I feel like. But I, I think that we all fall into different. We all it's like we're a group of all that because we're we're new friends to each other. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we're soul sisters because I think that's one of the reasons why we decided to do this podcast is because we just connect on that deep level. Yeah. That's true. And we we often use a shorthand with each other, and we you know what I mean? Yeah, I can, I'm get, I can get down with that. And and we also inspire one one another. Yeah. And drive and push one another. Okay, I'm inspired just hearing you say it. No, I, I, I am so <laughs> inspirational. Thank you for reminding I, me. Yeah, of that. I agree with that. I yeah, do. And I think as women, that's important to have. It's important, you know, just referencing our conversation about male and female friendships. I think I was reading articles why it is important to. Even if you were that girl that grew up just having mostly guy friends, you eventually come to the place of having a group of girlfriends and wanting that. And that mm-hmm. goes to the yeah, shared experience, like yeah. shared experience of being a woman and thinking kind of the same about certain things and having certain intuitions. And I think that's what brought us to do this podcast. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. So. I inspire the shit out of you guys. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Absolutely. Okay. I am. Um... Duh. <laughs> Like, look in a mirror, Hannah. Oh my yeah, God. I think she hit all those. No, I'm kidding. I feel like Terry Bear over here is pretty inspirational, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which always makes Terry uncomfortable, so she looks in between the two to avoid eye contact. Why? Well, I don't know. <laughs> to be fair. It does always has. I don't know. It's weird. Because well, it's not, like, an intentional thing, right? Like, I just... No, but that's the best thing. You're like, not out there, like, weaving friggin' dream catchers and, like, you know... Yeah, no. You're just living your life, and the way that you live it is inspirational. That's really sweet, guys. No, it's yeah. true. And I just the best for everyone in my life. And which is what a true friend is. You want... You, true friends want the best for each other. And you guys keep me... And I mean, all my female friends really keep me focused on being more than a real housewife one day. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) you help me realize my potential because that is really what deep down inside I most of the time do just want to be is married, as most people know, to someone old. Geriatric. Geriatric. I'm talking about not even knocking on the I'm door. Just trying to figure out, is this real, real? Part real of me goal? feels like Part or of, safe uh, goal, but that's a whole other show. Probably yeah, that is a whole other show. But you, you know, you guys remind me that there's more to me than just being companionship. Exactly, and a love of wealth. Exactly. Like you at least need some charities and stuff to like no. do when you're married to this. Yeah, rich oh, old dude. Like, you know, so. Yeah. I need something to occupy my time besides the pool boy. Right. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and the milkman. And the mailman. Real right. talk. Why stop there? Exactly. Amazon Prime's a thing. Exactly. You can get deliveries all day if you want. You could launch Sugar Mama. Like, yeah. instead of Sugar Daddy. No, I. Sugar uh, Mama. You heard it here first. Because you'll have your Sugar Daddy, and then you can have a site for, like, young hot guys to be companions. For women married to old rich guys, or okay, love that. But as part of that, it could also be a support group for young hot women that are married to disgusting old men, so they can feel like they have a community of shared experience. That is true. Yeah, to be like, look, throwing out ideas. You know, Gerald (laughs) got a new age spot today, and I don't like it, and I can't look at him, and it's grossing me out. And you can be like, just think of the inheritance. Think of the end goal. 
keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. Like, what is huh. it, Ashley Madison? Whatever that's like. Yeah, isn't that like, you know, like reverse yeah. Ashley yeah. Madison? So, like. You can call it Ashton Kinship. Jefferson. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. Wow. See, inspiring each You're other. You're putting the, the comp in companion. I like that. I like that. Yeah. See, I always thought I'd go with oldrichandalmostdying.com. But, you know. I think you should still buy that better. domain. Yeah, yeah, you probably should. Maybe yeah. see if that's available. Old original. Okay. That doesn't hurt to own like a million URLs. Somebody might want to pay you to buy it one day. That's, That's true. true. Oh, dreams. Um, would you say, Terry, that you're the same in this? Do you feel like you play the same role in this group as you do outside of this group? I think my role is different in depending upon the friend. Um, but I do think like trying to motivate, inspire people, like be positive for them, even when I can't be positive for myself, um, is consistent. Oh, I think that no matter if I call you friend, mm-hmm. you do then people. <laughs> I'm going to be consistent about that. <clears throat> but then I do think there's like levels to this thing, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the acquaintance, right? Some people call those friends, some people don't. Um, and then there's just some people you just connect with on a deeper level. There's some people you talk to about that, but not this. Mm-hmm. You know, so this really had my mind like really going, looking at the categories and thinking about all of the various relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and true. how you are in friendships. Because I think there's a lot of truth to what you both said. I like being with one of my friends this weekend. We were talking, and she made the point, as most of my friends actually could make about me, and actually even my family. I, and we've talked about this before, I like being the confidant. I like being everyone's counselor. But I don't ever put myself out there that much. I like to have other people lean on me, but I do not fully ever lean on anybody. You see, being every, I used to be, most of my friends, I felt like I was the emergency contact. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is a long time ago. I'm old, so nobody get any personal, no pain. I don't want to get any calls tonight or Thursday night, whenever. Um, and it was draining because I felt like I was taking in all of their stuff and never had an opportunity to even, like some friends, you'd be on the phone, they've now told you everything about their life. They have not asked you one, one question thing. about you mm-hmm. and um it was really important to me I f- i'm curious like do you ever feel like tired and like you need to i mean because if you're holding all of their stuff and your stuff like do you feel like yeah. way down i mean does it get tired i was tired of it and no i will say that i am very lucky that i have friends who do ask me about me and do want to know about me that this is just my own personal thing i told you guys about this like i just feel at the end of the day you only have yourself and that may not be and this has a lot to do with you know losing my mom and losing one person I felt like I could always count on but as a result I don't ever want to be that reliant on any person ever again and therefore it probably is a protectionism thing that I don't rely on anybody because I all my friends are really great about saying oh okay that's enough about me like one of my friends is just like 
that's Must enough have. about me. What's mm-hmm. going on with you? Yeah. But I almost was like, oh, you know, I'm good. And I just deflect back to them. I never talk about anything that's going on with me. And it does, I mean, after a while, like my best friends know that I will just be like, I'm shutting off my phone. Nobody contact me. I'm going off the grid for like a weekend because that's my time to just decompress mm-hmm. from being the confidant. But I intentionally keep a mystique to myself. I intentionally have sides of me that, you know, nobody knows because I intentionally just only ever open up but so much which I think I get that good to test you I get yeah I mean I would agree with that but I I understand it I mean I when I was kind of like just that emergency contact friend you just like everything's in here it stays in here so I kind of and you start I mean for me I started to kind of like even get in that mode or like I'm good yeah I got it. I'll handle me. (laughs) Um, So I do get that. And it is very hard for me to open up. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't trust. I don't immediately trust. I don't believe in that. Like, that is a falsehood to me. Um, You earn trust. It is not given for nothing in my book. So if you know something personal about me or you've been in my life to a personal event or we then that means my spirit feels right about you i mean that could change should you do some shady no (laughs) but seriously um otherwise distance like a very hey how you doing good all's good see you later Mm. you you guys know i operate almost 100 percent differently (laughs) (laughs) i can understand like I mean, I'm independent and I take pride in the fact that I can do just about anything by myself. Um, so there's times where it's like, I'm not going to like throw this information out there. If somebody wants to ask me about my week or my day or my friends checking in, then I'll share that with them. But I'm not like, hey guys, this is like what's going on with me this week. I don't necessarily actively share that information, even in like romantic relationships. But I am, I feel like smothered and suffocated if I'm not the open book that I am all the time. Like I am not my true self. I am not my authentic self. If I'm withholding information Mm -hmm. and I am the kind I treat trust, like I treat tips at a restaurant. Like I start at 20 and then if you fuck it up, I'll deduct from there. So I start with like, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to trust you. I might not tell you like my blood type or, you know, the most intimate detail, (laughs) but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. And then if you prove yourself to be untrustworthy, then you don't get that information, that same level of information. Um, But yeah, I, I know I don't. And like when it comes to different friends, I feel like I am pretty much the same person around all of my friend groups. Obviously we have different experiences together, so I'm much more, you know, comfortable or relaxed, but in terms of what I feel comfortable sharing, it's to a fault, I'm sure. Yeah, people know me. Well, I wouldn't say it's to a fault. I think how you operate with what you're saying is probably, like, what you're supposed to do, (laughs) right? Like, I am a way that I am for reasons, right? Like, a lot. I dealt with a lot of, like, (sighs) mean girls, um, or I was... I guess we bullied. I, we didn't really call it bullying back then, right? Um, so, you know, I had one girl in high school who was my friend for three years only 
only for this master plan because her best friend liked some boy that said he liked me. Not that we dated, not that we were together, right? Girls are all about three years, like three years. I don't, I can't do anything for three years. So I am very much so now, like, yeah, mm, I don't have time for it. If I even remotely feel like there's something to question at this point in my life, I'm strong enough. And I know myself well enough to be like, mm, I'm yeah. good. Remove people. And I have no shame about removing people from my life yeah. at this point. Like, happiness is so important and life is too short. I have no, and, but, and so that's why I operate the way well, I operate. I mean, to be fair, I definitely had experiences where I, I mean, my best friends have done some of the worst things to me over my life. Not my current mm. friends, just on the record, but in high school and whatever. And I don't. I don't know. It's in, I always like, I'm, you know, you think about it and I realize it, but I'm like a puppy where it's like, Oh, you stepped on my tail. Like, but I still love you. I don't necessarily associate with those same people, but I don't feel it hasn't made me go more or less guarded. I would say you could ask my therapist. She might have a different story. <laughs> Shout out to Denise. Um, I but I will healthy, say though. that like the older I get, I'm, I'm like torn between reconnecting with people. I don't, see that often because I'm very much the friend that's like even if I haven't talked to you in three years we're, we're picking up right where we left off where not everyone operates that way I've realized um but and then also balancing that against I just straight up don't have time I gotta start making more time for myself getting myself centered I cannot I, it's not that I don't care about you but like I can't invest the energy enough to care about your life and everything that's going on so it's like almost like my circles you know very in much in flux the older I get I feel like because I'm trying to it gets interesting as you get older. Right? Well, I also think it's because you, life experiences change. I think that's what it is. Because if you think about it, high school, we're all going through the same exact experience together. College, we're all going through the same exact experience together. At this point in our lives, there are different, so many different things happening. Relationships are beginning. Mm-hmm. Relationships are ending. And it's different from like a high school relationship or a college relationship. You're changing jobs. You're moving to different cities. Your life is a little more in flux um than it was like i'm getting up every single day and i'm going to you know school and eating my lunch and this is table we sit at and and this is when i get out of school so i think and i think that's why it speaks to the different types of friends you need because those people can kind of ebb and flow throughout your life yeah but hearing you guys speak i think the reason why i'm the confidant is because i used to be and my family would say i still am and no brace yourself the bully oh oh sh- <gasps> shock gasp so you tell us you were yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like a yeah. badge of honor no, no, but, but like, i cannot no, it is a badge of I, honor but in, i can't really see it like I'm, I'm dying to see what farley looked like when she was little because i think she'd be the cutest thing oh, but duh. i can't see you being yeah. like uh-uh little girl no i cannot <laughs> i cannot mind game see i i think about like you always say much more of a regina george situation no no that's what i mean bully which like is girl like, bullying which is mind games and things like that i have no and appetite always for that. telling people what to do I just don't get like it. i mean we all attested that if we were little and we met i would not have been friends with either of you mm-hmm. no 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 no, 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 not, no 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 i wouldn't have i wouldn't have sought you out to pick on you because i was more of a person that if you poked the bear i slapped you away you poked me a second time I punched you away. You poked me a third time. 
It was it's over. about to be true blood in this bitch. So I <laughs> was the type of person that I only got mean and ruthless once you came for me. Right. After that, then it was eating your hair in a corner, rocking back and forth. I was going to publicly <laughs> oh humiliate you on a public stage. If possible. I needed some of that when I was little because I was kind of a doormat. Yeah, I was not a doormat. I definitely, you knew. You I, knew. I just wanted everybody to go on. <laughs> and I wanted to hook up with a lot of dudes. <laughs> Which I see now might have been part of my problem. <laughs> Dad, don't listen to this part. Um, no, you knew. My People in high school always said, I'm so happy I'm your friend and not your enemy. Because being on the other side of that was pretty hard. I could have recruited you for some yeah. missions. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. Where were you when I needed you? Yeah. yeah. No, but it is, I mean, it is interesting how different people adapt to different things, too. And, I, I mean, back to your point about our lives being, it's true. I feel like most, you know, depending on where you're at or who your friend circle is, things ebb and flux. I will say, disclaimer to all of my current and future friends, I'm almost 30. So if you're not planning shit in advance, I'm not coming. Like, I have a schedule. I got a routine down. I barely have time to do all the things I want to within the confines of that. So if you're not giving me at least three days heads up, then you didn't want me to come in the first place. (laughs) So, But, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, so this weekend on Sunday, I went to church that morning. And then I was like, I really want to go to brunch. And I was like, oh, my God. I have no ride or die person that I can call and be like, putting your clothes right now, we're going. And I remember those days, you know, they were kind of spotty here or there. But man, that was so awesome. Like it, it really and I was like, dang, I have ride or dies, right? Yeah, for sure. But it, we're just not in that point of our lives where I can be like, get dressed right now. We're going out. Right. Um, or where you show up and you put clothes on your friend because she swore she wasn't going to the club, but everyone else mm-hmm. in the group has decided that she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people have moved away, right? Like, so that kind of made me sad. I was kind of m- missing that. Yeah. That little piece of my youth. Like, why is nobody going to have this biscuit with me? Like, I was salty. Right. <laughs> I was salty about it. I mean, you know, the older I get, the more comfortable I am with just. Oh, well, no, I mean, I agree with that. I I agree totally. But I was really feeling like a. It was a nostalgic where you were like, there was a time in my life where I could just. I was like, I could call somebody. But it would be so dope to, like, have someone to talk to right now. Like, I don't know. Well, and sometimes, I mean, I have friends that are much better at that than I am. But I plan my life out, like, at least a couple days. Plus, if you've got significant other or somebody else you have to factor in. Not that you can't be like, hey, change of plans. I'm going to go get lunch with the girls. But it's just like. No, One I mean, other. I think it's harder. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's I harder. Yeah, you have a, I have a schedule. I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I totally get it. But then on those days when I don't have anything scheduled, like, why like, is everybody busy? What the? What, what where is everyone? Like, you have your own schedule? I didn't say you could do that. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> someday. Someday we'll all be old biddies and all our husbands will be dead and we can do whatever the heck we want again in whatever retirement community we are. If. By like 75 or 85 or whenever, if our, both of our husbands, assuming we have husbands, <laughs> are Life dead, partners. then we're just going to move in together and be like these old, snarky, yes. very well, fashionably dressed women. <laughs> I love <laughs> like, that. Living love together. That. We'll, live, we'll be golden girls in real life. Yes. That's what we say. 
I'll be no, the we'll one be living in your house. What do you mean? My house, and you'll be in the guest house. Let's keep it one hundred. My actual house. Come on. Remember, I don't. Like no one is away. laughing with you. Therefore, it must not be funny. <laughs> we got dead air over here. I don't let people. You are so funny. Oh my gosh, I love you. Like, you're like, fine. You can come in the main house, but go around the back. Exactly. <laughs> I'll take, take the pool house. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm cool with that. Where yeah. are we living? Is this like a sunny, warm place? Of I'm fine course. With that. Come on. As long as the pool house has a kitchen, a bathroom, a Shower. separate entrance, I have garage space. I'm good. Sounds like a OC situation. Yeah, I'm cool with that. But but they do say that's why women should invest in having female friendships. Just also because we live we outlive men and when husbands die and things like that, um <laughs> that women if more women had each other to lean on then you know because you you hear the stories about like when the spouse when the husband dies and usually the wife goes out shortly after the guy you know the husband goes shortly after the wife is because then they don't have any companions anyone right. their age that they can lean on mm-hmm. so i think that's they say that's why it's so important for women especially to have female friends because a lot of times women just live longer than men on average okay. and to have a group of people you can still talk to about things that shared experience have you know what I mean same age look through the same things as you mm-hmm. and that you can lean on and that will get it yeah and that will listen to your stories about back in the day and such things so well and I think women at least something that I feel like I've been trying to work on just recently but you know maybe over the past year or two but just I think that we kind of like we were saying where we default to the um the role of, you know, confidant or emergency contact, like the more into a relationship you get, I feel like women default into that role a lot of times and don't make the time to go and hang out with their friends in a somewhat spontaneous way. For some reason, I just feel like the men that I know, whether they're in relationships or not, are much better. Like, hey, totally forgot the X Games on whatever time, like we're going to go grab a drink. Like, are you cool? And it's like, yeah, that's not a big deal, but how often am I doing that for myself? Probably not as often. So it's not like they're taking anything away, but I don't know that we're as good at being as proactive necessarily. Yeah. 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 It might be. It might be just me. Because no, a lot of times I agree I with that. made to feel like, especially because most of the time women then have children because we're the caregivers, right? I think we're naturally all have, like you said, that confidant in us because we're just a support system for everyone in our lives naturally by design mm-hmm. you know what i mean whether that then as we get older becomes our parents most of the time it's a it's the daughter not always but majority of the time it's a daughter that's checking in on the on the aging parents and dealing with that um or the agent aging aunt or you know whatever happens women are sort of the default and expected to be that confidant be the person who's just like okay babe you know go out you know have a man case you know have like, a space where you can get away but I'll stay with the kids, like, you know, doing it one off, but most of the time I will not be living that yeah. life. No, no. Let this be a disclaimer <laughs> from a future life. But I, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's I, true, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to live that life. Like, well, and it's just the kind of thing where like, I think it's achievable, but again, it's just not, it's recognizing you're doing it when you're doing it. And then saying like, okay, I'm going to, you got the dog. Like <laughs> the dog's dead. That's because you weren't around. And yeah. I was living my own life. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. really happy to say I'm with someone who every time I'm like, oh, well, me and the girls are, go get your girl time in. Like, mm-hmm. not a problem. No drama. Totally mm-hmm. gets it. 
um, and is supportive of that. And like, I do the same. Yeah. So I need that. You do. I was actually in two, before I met Farlita and I was actually going to move out of Chicago because I was kind of over the female situation in Chicago. All of my like really good friends that were here have moved. All of my other really good friends that were never here were still, still not here. <laughs> um, and then, as you know, I consider myself a non-stereotypical female. Um, mm-hmm. So connecting with women, certain women, certain t- groups of women has always been a little bit of a challenge. Like, I just really don't want to sit around and talk about certain things all day. Right. Um, and I don't have time for mind games. I'm not going to play that game like I get that everybody kind of talks about everybody behind their back sort of to some degree but like I I have no appetite for that I just felt like I saw so much of that drama back in the day and I just I am full threshold reach a long time ago <laughs> and I was like you know what? I'm just gonna move back to Michigan where I at least know I have this person that person family and I was like I give myself one year one year in Chicago before I pulled the trigger. Then I met Farlita. Then I met Cassie. Then it was Hannah. Then it was Akofa. Then it was Melissa. Then it was boom, March. You know, it was like boom, 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 boom. Um, and, oh, you know, I've got really great face, friends that are here in Chicago. But we, you know, see each other maybe like yeah. every couple of months, um, you know, and I know that they have plans to like move. So it was in that spirit. People who are in here in Chicago, you know who you are, that I love you very, very much. You know who you are. Um, Big ups to Shadowtown. So, Marlita, it was no interesting. Idea. I gave like that one. I was like, I'm that just. Is. I didn't think. Like, you know, I just want to have like friends I can see more often. Yeah. Um, you get lonely. I was lonely in Chicago. Oh, yeah. I, was I, like, I am that. over the city. Well, and that, I feel like that's a thing, too, where it's like the older you get, the harder it is to make friends, new friends, good friends. You know, yeah. you can make really good work friends or friends in a category, ex- shared experience friends. But I feel like it's hard to take that sometimes to that next place. Yeah. So. And make that new mate, that new, you know, people who are meeting you at a new phase or a mm-hmm. certain point in your life. Exactly. Like, um, I can throw axes with. Like, so in yeah. Terry's case, not it just seems like with. you're that life phase was rock bottom. So I'm glad that you were down there slumming it for her to <laughs> meet you. Well, even <laughs> like, cause she I made me, she slum. inspired me to like go to meetups, which oh, yeah. I am the Alita most non networking. That terrifies me. Like I will be sweaty palms, sweaty underarms. I just, it is not my thing. I'm very comfortable sitting in the corner with a drink alone. Observing. Probably too comfortable. Right. Lonely stone, whatever that song was. Um, so, that was pushing me out of my comfort zone for a while. You know, we went out with a few people from the meetup groups. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. I was busy a lot. Like, mm-hmm. It's like dating. A lot. But friend dating. Like, oh, I got this. I got that. I'm going here. Sometimes yeah. that's what you need. Even if they don't stick, sometimes it's nice to just get out there and feel like you're working towards something and having something to do. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've got a lot of really good friends right now um, who are here and not here, who... I get to see weekly, not weekly, monthly. Like, I feel really satisfied with the group and the diversity of the people that I have in my circle. That's good. So how are you guys with 
cutting people out because I can cut people out with a whole oh, lot of just have been honestly pretty much organically like I've been trying to get in, I wouldn't I don't think I've actively cut anyone out that I can recall sorry if you're one of those people and you've got another side of this but I feel like for me it's more just situational like even some of my best friends from college that live here I try to meet up with them and it's just the one you know the thing where the thing that they invite me to is on the same night as something else I have planned and they're the only two things I have going on that month but so for me it just kind of happens a little bit more organically where it's just you go longer and longer without talking or seeing each other and it's no there's no ill will but you just like I said don't have the time or the energy to really put any more out there than hey maybe we should meet up or I have actively cut out and been actively cut out um, I try to like, you get like a few, str- a few strikes, right? But everybody's got a threshold. And I think it's funny because I think, because I am such a giving person that people are very shocked. And I tell people, I'm like, you don't, once you're like dead, you're dead and you will, you will. It will be like you never, not to say you never existed, but you'll feel that. Like, I will be that cold. Like, you will never hear from me ever again. Right. And good luck trying to find me because I'm not on Facebook. Um, I think people don't believe that. And then they're like, oh. Oh, she was serious. Oh, shit. Ghost. <laughs> Ghost. She's so you get a few shots. And once I feel like, you know what, it's just too much. Yeah. It's not productive for me anymore. And that, yeah, I made a promise to myself like 10 years ago, eight years ago, not whatever year this is. It was nine years ago. <laughs> like, if you're not positive, if you're not for me, then I just don't have an appetite for it. I don't want you around me at all. And if that means that I am a party of one, then so be it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. What about you, Farlita? Oh, I can cut people out with an ease. Yeah. Yeah. She will step it's, on you. She will cut I, you. She I, is Godzilla. Yeah. I, I'm quick with the scissors. I'm quick with the scissors. <laughs> um, I used to be a one and done, but I learned that we're all human beings, including myself. By the way, I live through the motto, along with me first, last, always, is do one to others. Don't you dare do back to me. So I am a swarming. <laughs> bee's nest of hypocrisy Um, (laughs) at least you know it can that be our title for this episode swarming bee's nest of hypocrisy like i can pop up at your house and be like hey let's hang out but don't you dare pop up on me i don't like that so i i i'm very much there are certain things i do upon people but like if you're gonna pop up you need a call that includes everybody but i can pop up like i mean you could text me can you just text yeah, hey, call her around. You could be outside, oh, but text. Like, because like most that. likely I don't have clothes on. Yeah. Oh, which is I never have. I'm no. I'm at home. I'm the naked friend. Like I just want to be comfortable in my robe, which my boyfriend calls Florida because it reminds him of Florida from um, Good Times. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why? Because it's Florida Evans' role. He likes Florida. Yeah, sorry. Um. TMI. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, not I'm, enough. I, if you I, ask me, I'm the class, as I said previously. Um, have you yeah. had to do it? 
oh, I've done it with frequency. And I will tell you that I'm cutting you out. That's good. Like, well, I feel like I'm I'm very clear. Like if you ask me, hey, what's going on or what, why? And I will give you the reasons as to why I'm cutting you out. Yeah. You will always know. There will be no question. There will be no question. That's fair. That's traditional. No <laughs> How are you guys with people that you haven't seen in a while? Like I know, like I said, I'm the kind of person where we're picking up right where we left off in my mind because nothing has transpired for us to not feel that way. But then, you know, someone like my mom, who's an amazing friend, doesn't feel that way. And she's like, why? You know, no, if we're not talking, is there something that I, you know, going on? Do we not connect anymore? Like, what's the deal? But I'm like, oh, no, I'm just busy. But like, I'll see you when I see you. And then we'll be back to it. No, I, I think it depends on the friend. I think it, and I think it, for me, it depends on how close I consider that friend. Like, definitely, understandably so, there are certain points in our lives when things get busy. 100% for sure. And I think, as I previously mentioned, because I'm not a relationship, a romantic relationship person, I do sometimes put excessive expectations and weight on my friendships as a result, which is not always fair. Um, but I think it depends on the friend. I think with the soul sister, those are the people for me I can pick up. Like, like mm-hmm. time has not even changed. Nothing's happened. But there are certain friends that's just like, we try and it just doesn't work because we just don't have we just don't naturally connect on that deeper level mm-hmm. that those are the ones where I won't necessarily um like you said not it won't be a clear cut it will just be with time it dissipates mm. yeah I used to be that person that time and was very important so like if I didn't hear from you for x then I'm I was salty about it right um, but as, as I was preparing to talk about friendship today, I did a little soul searching. I was like, wow, you know, I know a lot of that came from maybe having friendships that weren't reliable or consistent or just secure, mm-hmm. comfortable in here. Right. So then I feel like that's when you become, or I become, let me just speak about me where I became kind of like that, not conditional friend, but I very much so had criteria mm-hmm. and expectations. Um, I'm not that way anymore, thank God. Uh, sorry to everyone who was a friend that you had to deal with that. But now I just feel like things happen, life happens, people will come and go, things ebb and flow. Maybe we'll be friends for life, maybe we'll be friends for a season. If I see you, let's catch up. Yeah. If it's awkward, let's not do that again. <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, so I'm much more healthy about it today. Yeah. Like, I just, life, it's life. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can only do so much. Like, you can't see every single person and spend time with every single person and talk to every single person every week. Like, well, where right. would you go to work? And I just, you never know what other people's situations are, especially if you don't talk to them as frequently. Uh, just as I'm too busy to reach out, I mean, the phone works both ways. So I always say, if I don't have the energy or the time to reach out, why should I, I can't hold that against someone else for not doing it. I might be different if I was that other friend, more like my mom who really was actively involved and like very thoughtful about her friendships and, you know, took a lot of pride and great care into being a really good friend. And I do have friends like that. So maybe I would feel differently if that wasn't being reciprocated, but I'm like, 
I'm kind of a deadbeat friend sometimes. So if you're going to be a deadbeat friend, I, I can't hold it against you. Just, be, you know, for the sake of I not being that. a swarming hive of hypocrisy. But No, I get that. And I'm also very much a person who um, I can, I usually focus on what's in front of me. And I should and can do a better job of my friends who don't really live in Chicago. I'm very much like wherever I'm physically at, that's where most of the time my energy and my focus goes to um, in terms of keeping in touch and in terms of keeping up to date as to what's going on. So I'm very much, um, like I said, proximity. Mm-hmm. with my friendships better so than when you move we distance. won't hear from farlita yeah no no say, no it's so. not that you won't hear from me it, w- it just won't be it may not be as frequent i think that's i, mean, I think that's it. fine i, I kind of understand that I, I you know i you know my two best friends said this i mean it's true i get very immersed in wherever i physically am and the life that i'm living there uh and and i'm not always the greatest at keeping in touch once I'm not physically in the same place as you. I mean, it's hard, right? Yeah. Well, that could be like a goal, right? Like, so mm-hmm. when we did vision boards, what year was that? God, 2017. Mm-hmm. Like one of mine was being more vulnerable. Like you can open up a little bit more to probably everyone. Um, so that could be a goal. But yeah, I mean, it's good to be, conscious of those things and to be actively thinking right I done is why B- believe in them or don't believe in them having your goals and as a visual person Terry you know you're the same way having them out or is looking like she thinks it's a bunch of no no but I will say that when I did do a vision board at least three of the five main goals were achieved yeah, and it's yeah. I don't know you know they just say that it's like positive reinforcement you seeing those things every day whether or not you're actively striving towards them but it keeps them top of mind it makes sure that you are you know f- at least aware that those were things that you wanted because sometimes yeah. you know your life takes off and you're like I don't know well that's right I wanted to you know learn the saxophone this year and now yeah. it's September yeah. probably not going to happen so it's just like Sometimes I feel like you have to remind yourself that, oh, I'm trying to connect with people more. Let me do that really quick. Or, yeah, you know, I don't know. But what were you going to say? You look like friends. <laughs> How many of us have them? Friends. That's all I know. Ones we can depend on. Let's be friends. <laughs> you guys have to sing songs I know. Dum, Thank dum, you for dum, being dum, dum, a friend. Dum, 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 Golden dum, dum, Girls. Dum. Yeah, but I never watched it. Road and back again. I mean, if it's not right and true, you're a Oh, sure. We belt out the confidant. good vocals. A... And if you threw a party <laughs> and invited everyone sing. you knew, now everyone's going to think that you guys you are the only ones that can see sing. That every gift would be the biggest gift would be from me. I'm sure and this is copyrighted and we can't use attached it. would say, thank you for being a friend. Mm-hmm. Hannah has a really great voice, guys. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't know and that. I watched you. every I per- episode of Golden Girls. I'm sorry. I was too busy watching Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote was the bomb also. It still is. Okay. Angela Lansbury. We don't talk about Sometimes old Sometimes I watch that on like Craggle. Uh, I, yeah. I purposely <laughs> chose a song and this goes to me. <laughs> I purposely chose a song that 
either Hannah or Terry may not have known because they're both better singers than me, and I can only have one of them out singing me. So that lets that that oh, lets you I know right the, there, Golden Girls, what yeah, type I, of friend I, I am. <laughs> you know anything pre nineteen ninety? I probably have no clue. That about. is true. Might be aware. Yeah. I don't know if you want to sing the Salute Your Shorts theme, any variety of Nickelodeon theme songs, but well, not, none of that are, nonsense. Um, okay, you know. All right, well, so, I am, well, sure. only, if you guys could see her right now. <laughs> Don't you say. She, Word. she looks. Probably look like Sophia from Golden Girls. Classic. Right a little, now. yeah, a little bit. Okay. If you can vision that. Me. You look cute, You though. know, I've been working out. So, you okay. know, I had to get it together today. Okay, but that pop culture reference, albeit an outdated one and unfair, um, <laughs> is a good segue into our pop culture question of the week. Speaking of friends, there has been a long-held belief that Aisha Tyler was the first woman of color to be featured on Friends, the TV show, as a love interest. That fact is actually wrong. Who was the first woman of color to be featured on Friends as a love interest? I mean, I can't answer because you've already told me, but. Yeah. yeah. We know. I did not know the answer until you told me. Part of me wanted it to be something like, you know, old school Jenny from the block. <laughs> but it did make me less disappointed in the show. Yeah. No, there were, there were, historically, there were two people of color. People two of people of color. <laughs> One friend. <laughs> and were they not the same color too? So we're not even. Yeah. Like, it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. I, sorry. I, let me rephrase that then. African American woman, because the first woman of color actually was Gunther. Gunther. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't watch. I didn't watch Friends enough. Uh, probably. I was, was in and out. Um, Ross's girlfriend Julie. Oh yeah, you're right, Julie. How could I forget? Yeah, they went to Bloomies Asian. without Rachel. Exactly. Ugh. Oh um, yes, yeah. Okay, I do remember her. Yes, right, we're getting a cat right. together. But the person I was thinking of was Gabrielle Union, the original. Yeah, the 90s. original before Aisha Tyler, like seasons before Aisha Tyler too. Oh, yeah, I believe it was season six. The episode titled. The one with the six? cheap wedding dress. It was on it, 10 seasons. I mean, it still took six seasons to get Gab- Gabrielle yes. Union on it. Jeez. Don't you know, only white people out. lived in New York. Exactly. <laughs> and apparently up until Village. the mid-2000s. Side eye. Up until the West Village. Oh, thank yeah. you for that. That is yeah. a right, relevant is that show piece. really coming back? Friends? Like, no. No. Oh, uh, speak. sorry. Side note. Speaking of quick comebacks, guess what they're, they are going to be doing? Roseanne, the Fresh Princess of Bel Air. No, 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 no. We don't need it. Oh, they are like, but Will Smith will not be on Unless this show. Unless it's like right? Jaden Smith or not Jaden. What's the Sorry. daughter's name? Willow. Yeah, it probably will be Willow. If it's Willow, know. I might watch. I was gonna but say the I'd Fresh okay Prince. That. Okay. Anyway, let's keep it. Roseanne. Roseanne is coming back. I can't with Everybody's Roseanne. I didn't like it when it was on. It bums like me it. out. I People love it because it. it's like a working class thing. I loved it. I didn't. It made me depressed. You know, I was like, why is everything in your house plaid or crochet? Yeah. I can't with that. I'm seven, I and know, I hate I it. I loved it. I, I love that show. Till they got money. Mm. So I guess that's... I'm one of those people. <laughs> that's all right. Um, we do have one more quick segment that Terry has Yes. So, prepared. 
Um, this week we're going to do an ABV spotlight. I'm not going to say it's a queen or king or any of that um, because my idea is a little bit larger. I kind of agonized because I thought there were a lot of really amazing things that happened this week um, from a girl power perspective. Um, but I am putting the anything but basic because this is going to be anything but basic spotlight on a wrinkle in time. <laughs> I'm kind of biased because I read this book like 10 times as a kid. I love the book. Um, I'm just really excited about the movie because of the director is Ava DuVernay and she's phenomenal girl power and the first African-American woman to receive a budget of over a hundred million dollars to do a movie. Wow. Um, and she's probably like the third woman in general. Well, I was going to say, that, doesn't, that <laughs> doesn't not even sound like a lot right, for a big budget. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I'm just really excited about the cast itself. It's mm-hmm. so diverse. It feels like Hamilton. Um, you've got... Caucasian women, you have Southeast Indian. Asian, mm-hmm. yes, Mindy Kaling, you've got black women, you've got, um, what's the guy from Zach oh. oh, is he in that? Oh, Chris Pine is the yes, dad. Yes, oh, he's I the dad. Chris you know, Pine. I just, I'm really excited about it. It's something that she, it was like her dream as a fifth grader, right? Mm-hmm. And so to see this come to fruition and to also just see the approach it's taken, um, I'm, you know, all the girl power in Hollywood and everything. I'm just really excited. I'm going to put the spotlight on that. It's coming out on March 9th. And I think it's going to be anything but basic. I'm reading, rereading A Wrinkle in Time right now as we speak. So, uh, been shout out. the whole show. It's been really obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so. I think it'll be awesome. I'm kind of excited. And I didn't read the book, but I read the book. I know that a lot of my friends did, I guess. So. Yeah, it's a popular book to read, like, for over, you know, over the summer reading or in yeah, sc- either yeah. over the summer reading or in school. It's been a couple of years, so I'm going to have to refresh with some Wikipedia because I don't read. I'm sure it's going to. I just, I don't know, the the promos and, like, all the people, like, I thought it was really cute. Beyonce took her daughter to the premiere. Um, so, yeah, I'm Maybe just really feeling it. I'm feeling all the girl power in the world right now. Oh, we need it. We do. Oh, we got it. For now. Uh, Keep it going. So that's the spotlight. Oh, for Lady Hates to end on a sappy note. No, it's just, do we really need that much for that? Yes, we do. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, Yeah. Well, awesome, guys. Thank you so much for your contributions, as always. Thank you for hosting, my dear. Oh, my pleasure. Um, Thanks to all our listeners. Yet again, you guys are the best. All 12 of you. I'm just kidding. There's a lot now. Um, we do appreciate your support. We do appreciate you listening and sharing, even if you don't like it, maybe somebody else you know well. So please, we appreciate all of your likes, shares, tweets, retweets, thumbs ups, thumbs downs. Well, even those if they're thoughtful. Um, but yeah, you can find us on ABB Podcast at gmail.com or at ABB Podcast for Insta and Twitter. We also have a Patreon page if you want to throw a donation our way. You know, women, we run the world, but we do it on a budget. So throw us a little something. And mama if you needs feel. a Birkin. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, well, will. anyways, thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Toodles. Bye. Bye. 
Bye 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 bye.